Wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins gives all the details about where he wants to play and who he wants throwing him the football. We got all that and much more on today's episode of Locked on NFL. You are locked on NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, no, just kidding. What's going on, football fans? And welcome into another episode of Locked On NFL, your daily podcast breaking down all the biggest stories from around the National Football League, wherein Luke Braun loses his mind every single Tuesday because he has to work hey, with up? me. Hey, 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 what's going on? <laughs> we appreciate hey, you. Hi there. As always, make it Locked On NFL your first listen of the day. Every day, don't forget you can subscribe and follow for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast and we are your hosts your lovely lovely tuesday host luke braun at luke braun nfl on twitter myself ross jackson at ross jackson nola the numbers nerds the both of us who will simply never ever stop and on today's episode of locked on nfl we're going to get to our yike and like for the week we're also going to take a look at some of the biggest news you need to know from the owners meetings including two big votes and new measures that have passed for the nfl but first Wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins, presently of the Arizona Cardinals, not mincing words when it comes to what he wants in an organization and even going so far, Luke, as to name the five quarterbacks that he would love to have throwing him the ball and Kyler Murray's not on the list, my friend. It is so juicy. I almost don't want to know the context. That makes it probably way better. I know, right? Yeah. Well, of course. Please don't tell me any. I just want to live in a world where it's that dramatic. Okay. Let's just have fun with this. Let's not do the context (laughs) yet. Let me just give you the list. Here are the top five quarterbacks that DeAndre Hopkins says that he wants him throwing, that he wants to have throwing him the football. This is from the I Am Athlete podcast and the conversation that he had with them. Here's the names. Buffalo Bills quarterback, Josh Allen. Philadelphia okay. Eagles quarterback, Jalen Hurts. Okay. Kansas City Chiefs quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Now, long-term, Baltimore Ravens quarterback, Lamar Jackson. And All right. Los Angeles Chargers quarterback, Justin Herbert. This is a good list. That's a good list. Ho- I would take all five of those guys over, over Kyler Murray, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, clearly and evidently, oh so God. too would DeAndre Luke Hopkins. And, What's and OBJ. In Baltimore? Oh, in Baltimore with Lamar? Oh, give it to me. Goodness. Go full circle with the the big catch in the end zone over all of the Buffalo Bills and instead just Uh play for the Buffalo Bills? Yeah, with there's something there with Diggs, right? There's a sick, yeah. Put him on Um, the Chiefs. I mean, that'd just be disgusting. Yeah, I mean. Pair him with like Keenan Allen, pair him with the Eagle. Man. Yeah. Could you imagine? Could you imagine the Philadelphia Eagles getting 70 sacks a season ago, going to the Super Bowl, already have Jalen Hurts and Devonta Smith and AJ Brown? And they're like, you know what? Let me get Jalen Carter to add to this defense. Let me get DeAndre Hopkins to add to this offense. I mean, just dirty. Are they, dirty, dirty. do they have any reserve blood for the magic they have to cast on the cat? Or <laughs> well, as do they long have to they... bloodlet a running backs coach? <laughs> Here's the one thing that will stop the Philadelphia Eagles from adding DeAndre Hopkins. He did not. God? 
It was. finally intervenes <laughs> and says, this is too much. Maybe this is the way we answer the divine? The, all the divine questions. Yes, we answer all the divine questions. Uh, and maybe this is a, a kind of a situation to where, like, remember when um, when the NBA commissioner stepped in and, and, and vetoed the Chris Paul trade to the to the Los Angeles Lakers? Sure. Maybe this is finally where Roger Goodell's like, you know what, guys? Mm, not any of this. The, the thing that I really have that keeps uh, DeAndre Hopkins from becoming a Philadelphia Eagle is that he wasn't previously a Georgia Bulldog. That that's the that's the big <laughs> that's the that's ah the fair enough that's me. it. So that can't happen. Um, he also went on to say a couple of different things here in terms of like naming like what he would like in a new team, what he would like in an organization, all these kinds of things. He mentioned stable organization. I'm going, to skip, I'm going to save this one for last. Stable organization, good defense. And then he said, a quarterback that loves the game. Boy, it's just so interesting, isn't oh, it? Oh, it's just so juicy just if so you just don't read any further ahead. Yeah, don't, don't get to any more <laughs> of the context. I will read this quote. I will read this quote. Uh, he mentioned a quarterback that loves the game, a quarterback who brings everybody on board with him, pushes not just himself, but the people around him. I don't need a great quarterback. I've done it with subpar quarterbacks, just quarterbacks who love the game like I do. And then he goes on to say, oh, yeah, and a great defense, because I think defenses win championships. Brian so, Hoyer catching strays. <laughs> Brian Hoyer had Brian Hoyer was just going about his day, going about his day. <laughs> Probably was at Trader Joe's or something very yeah. innocuous, and then all of a sudden, just got just caught a stray right, just yep. a straight just. right from DeAndre Hopkins <laughs> out of nowhere. It's just like what happened? He didn't I was ask just for this. I was just checking this asparagus. I didn't ask for this. Um, <laughs> so it is important to say that DeAndre Hopkins. So I have to do a little bit of context. It's time for context now. We had fun. Fine. Now it's time for context. I'm okay. sorry. It's time for I'm not going to listen. Did, he did. He did go on to say <laughs> that uh, Kyler Murray does love the game. Lucas, take it off. Take it off his headphones. For those of you that are not that are that are listening, he's taking off his headphones. He's not hearing any of this. It's just you and I. And so I'm going to tell you all of Luke's secrets starting right now. First of which, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, hey, Luke, you're back. Uh, so are you done did, saying the mature context that I don't want to know? I pivoted and told all your deepest, darkest secrets instead okay. while you were away. So, yeah, eh. so okay. Um, he did say that Kyler Murray does love the game of football, but that Kyler Murray is injured. So I assume that's also why he's not on the top five list. But also, like, I'm not afraid to say this. <sighs> okay. He's also not on the top five list because he's not as good as the guys in the top five that he named. He, like, shouldn't be on the top five list if it were objective, but it also shouldn't be objective. <laughs> right. But whatever. He's good excuse. All right. Now nah, he's hurt. He doesn't count. Eh, off the, it's fine. Yeah. Different conversation. Don't <laughs> ask me. <laughs> yeah. Ask me when he's back on the field. And then he just, like, starts to be like, ah, no, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really focused on the game. I can't do any of these podcast appearances. I'm done. Exactly. I can't do any of this. But look, I mean, if you're going to be a wide receiver, and I think that, like, where DeAndre Hopkins in, is in his career, it's pretty clear what he wants, right? Like what it is that he's looking for in terms of if he were to move on and where he wants to go. And you look at the five quarterbacks that he named, you look at the things that he mentioned, stable organization, which he has not been a part of at any no. point in his career. Like that version of the Texans, this version of the Arizona Cardinals. Stable is not a word I would use for either one. Um, he mentioned the quarterback thing. He mentioned the great defense. He, he wants a ring. He wants a championship. And like good for him. Good for him. Yeah, no, 
I, I think that it's those are all totally fair asks. If you like, we can joke all we want, but it's all right. it's all fair if you just want if you understand like where he's been. He's been in he's super broken Texans organization, super broken Cardinals organization, right? And it's just like I just want to be somewhere that's like serious because he's yeah. been in a circus after circus after circus, and he's such a good player. I mean, it maybe it's just a Texans thing, but it reminds me a lot of Andre Johnson who just yeah. toiled on this otherwise completely fruitless team. And then by the time he was able to go seek his own fortunes, he was like too old to really make good on it. Um, I, and I hope that that is not where Deandre Hopkins is. I mean, Deandre Hopkins is what, like 33 now. So we're getting mm-hmm. there, but yeah, I, I hope he can find that. And I mean, yeah, we got to just see what, what the Cardinals are willing to do and, and where that all ends up, I, I'd be very curious to see uh, how the next few weeks plays out that way with yeah. everybody in OTAs and yeah. all that. DeAndre Hopkins, by the way, 30, 30 years old. I thought he was older. Oh, than 30. That. Oh, oh, yeah. So he he's got he's got he's got a bit of time. Okay, I mean, he's yeah. he's after the he's he's at the the dreaded threshold of the NFL, the dreaded 30 year old mark. But he's there. And hopefully, hopefully, as much as I love Andre Johnson, um, I hope that DeAndre Hopkins does not have a Cortland Finnegan in his life at some point. Um, because <laughs> while those are some of my favorite moments in NFL history, I don't think that's necessarily what DeAndre Hopkins is looking for. Uh, speaking so on of, this. Oh, yeah, yeah, please. How many games do you think the Cardinals will win this year? Ooh. Their over-under was, to, I think, five and a half at FanDuel. Five and a half at FanDuel. That, for me, I'm going to take... Oh man, how many games is Kyler Murray going to play? I might take the under on this. Is that wild? Is it the under on five okay. and a half? Give me, give me a number. Give me an exact number. Four. <laughs> Four. You yeah. can actually bet at FanDuel <gasps> that the Cardinals will win exactly four games at plus 470. That is actually the odds on favorite outcome of all Nailed of the it. games. You can bet any win total, I believe, for any team. Yeah, for any team. So you could say uh, New Orleans Saints to win. I don't know. Give me a number. 10. 10 games. That's plus 650. And eight and nine are the odds on favorites there. You could uh, go ahead and take that completely ridiculous thing, or you could go just do a regular win total. You could go bet on LeBron James props uh, or Jimmy Butler props and the NBA hockey bets, all of that stuff, all at fanduel.com. If you go to fanduel.com slash locked on and you haven't signed up yet, you can sign up there and get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000 back. In bonus bets, if you whiff on that first bet, that is once again nice. fanduel.com slash locked on. Fanduel has a great app that's safe and secure and easy to use. You get paid out instantly when you win. So head on over to fanduel.com. And if you haven't signed up, fanduel.com slash locked on to get that no sweat first bet up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. Once again, that is fanduel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more. All right, everybody, we're continuing on with today's episode of Locked on NFL. Thanks, as always, making us your first listen of the day every day. Don't forget to come back tomorrow. Tony and James going to have you all taken care of with all the biggest stories around the NFL. I wonder if James and Tony feel slighted that Trevor Lawrence and Joe Burrow were not on DeAndre Hopkins' list. They did rank their top 10 quarterbacks just about a week ago, and they did have Trevor Lawrence was in the top five for Tony. I wonder why. wonder why. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> hey, yeah, it's easy to forget a Jaguar, but Trevor Lawrence can play. <laughs> hey, 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 we don't talk bad about Calvin Ridley. 
Calvin Ridley, <laughs> FanDuel's number one customer. Please so do not we... listen to the FanDuel part, Calvin Ridley. <laughs> <laughs> yes, turn this off, Calvin. Please stop. Or if you were a Detroit Lion. Yes. Oh, goodness. Or whatever. Like, this is the other thing, too. And, and okay, we'll roll into some NFL news, I guess. Um, the There's a couple of different things to watch here. The NFL did say today that they are looking at and, and investigating more like a kind of a second round of those, those betting things, those, those betting issues. So I wonder if that's more Detroit lions. I wonder, I feel like like the lions that got caught that are going to get caught, got caught, you know, got caught. I have to think that that's someone else. Yeah. It's gotta be another team. Sweat about your favorite team. Everyone. That's it. (laughs) Hope it's not an important player. (laughs) Great way to start the season. Uh, If you are an NFL player listening to the lockdown NFL podcast, stop gambling. Stop it. If you are not an NFL player, Start gambling by going over to fanduel.com slash locked on. Um, <laughs> the next thing that we wanted to dive into today were, of course, the annual meetings. So the second portion of the annual meetings is taking place uh, over the course of this week. And the owners got together and they voted on stuff. And there's a couple of, of measures that have passed. Uh, one of them is tabled to today, uh, which is going to be the vote for like in college football. If you fair catch a kickoff, it advances to the 25 yard line. No matter where you catch it, you can catch it in the end zone. You can catch it at the five yard line, whatever it advances to the 25 yard line. This is unanimously hated by all special teams coaches around the NFL. I'm not like making that up. Like it is gen- it, it, it's genuinely. They there is like backlash in that discussion, which makes yeah. me feel like it's not that likely to pass, but who knows? Yeah, we'll see. But there was also a lot of backlash in another discussion. We'll get to that discussion here in a little bit. And that one did pass. But I want to start with the three quarterback rule. So, Luke, this is a rule now that basically allows every NFL team to carry a third quarterback on their game day roster without counting towards the 46 man game day roster. So every team carries a 53 man roster quarterbacks would still, you know, that third quarterback would still count against that total, but every team then usually goes in with six or whatever, seven inactives every game. And then only has 46 active players Mm -hmm. for each game. So there is now an option for that third quarterback to count as the 47th player. This is basically like the Brock Purdy rule at this point, based upon last year's NFC championship game. Yeah. Um, Big news because it allows some of these quarterbacks to maybe make a roster on teams that would usually only carry right. two otherwise. Yeah, I think the trend of the hour was two quarterbacks and it might turn. It's another reason to keep a third if you've got a guy you feel good about there. Mm-hmm. Um, like maybe somebody, you know, a bunch of teams drafted somebody in the fifth round, like Jake Hayner for Jake your Hainer. team, yep. Darren Hall for mine, like Sean Clifford on the Packers, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, if those guys, you know, play well enough to make the team, of course. Yeah. Um, so I think there is some confusion that I want to address in that is mm-hmm. the reason that you have a limit to the amount of players that you can dress oh, yeah. is essentially as an equalizer for teams that suffer injuries. And I think the competition committee reasoning here is if you just had a lot of guys get hurt and now you're shorthanded, you don't want to be at a disadvantage like that's not really a fair reason to be at a disadvantage right it's like in hockey you get a power play because someone got a penalty you shouldn't get a power play if someone gets hurt right that's just a a a passive factor of the game that sucks and you got to deal with it you don't get a replacement guy but you can have seven players get injured and still have the same like number of warm bodies available to you on game day versus if if you if the healthy team could dress all 53 they would have an advantage over a team that couldn't necessarily uh dress those guys because of uh injury and that's not like really their fault um so that's why 
So I've seen a lot of people say, well, why don't you just make it a 47th man that can dress? And that is the reason Mm -hmm. that it would be like just a quarterback because quarterback is so important. And there is nothing in other sports like quarterback, you know, there's, there's, it's the most important position to its sport in any sport. Um, so I, I get that. The thing is this 47th man can't go in just cause. Yes, Um, exactly. It has to be a third string quarterback that only goes in if the first two get hurt. You can't bench. You can't say so-and-so is a quote-unquote quarterback, but we're going to put him in like Taysom Hill style. Can't do any of that (laughs) stuff. He has to be an emergency quarterback and an emergency quarterback only, which means this isn't going to change too much. Um, A lot of teams, I think, were still comfortable only ever having two on the roster. And I guess it's just a matter of, hey, if you're in a a Brock Purdy situation and you know, maybe there's just one more thing. Cause it would suck to have, you know, two quarterbacks go down and now you got to do some emergency crap for the, the rest of the game. But I'm, I don't know at that point, it's also like, you're probably only have like a quarter and a half left by that point. Right. Like how fast <laughs> are these two injuries going to happen? Um, I don't know. I mean, those San Francisco injuries happen quick. Did they? Yeah. But that, you know, like, that's also like, this is, this is my one thing about this rule is that it is so like uber reactionary to one very specific circumstance that happened one yeah. time. You know what I mean? Right. And, and I'm glad it's hedged enough where it's not going to make too many waves. I think the, the biggest impact that this has is that if you are a third string quarterback, your odds just went up a little of that's making the, the 53, yep. but you still have to decide to roster that guy instead of somebody who might be good on special teams, a, an extra cornerback, an extra defensive tackle, another rotational player. Like we get down to it. And when, you know, when we're doing our 53 man roster cut down projections and all that stuff, there's always that kind of three, four five guys at the end when you can only keep two of them and you're going, ah, oh, man, this is really hard. I got to cut someone. Mm-hmm. Are you going to make that tighter? for a third string quarterback or do you just say you know what let's just let's just pick a backup and somebody else can go be a journeyman yeah it's funny because like i cover a team that never did two quarterbacks always had three quarterbacks on the roster because they had and and some of that was the Taysom hill of it all with new orleans but even before that him as a quarterback yeah 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 and but even before that they so often carried three quarterbacks on the roster last year even with Taysom Hill on the roster they had Jameis Winston Andy Dalton and Jake Lutton like they always had three quarterbacks on the active roster like almost at all times and it's such an interesting thing because it's so unique that now like a team that has gotten used to doing that just is fine is fine (laughs) and now gets to carry that 47th man because of that third quarterback Um, and and it might make like if you have a Debbie guy like I think for you, for, for the yeah. Saints, somebody who like what Ian book was supposed to be, you know, um, you know, like a really athletic player that just, I, I think, I, where did Aiden O'Connell end up the Purdue quarterback this year? Oh goodness, He's the guy that. I think of for that. Yeah. Just like a super, like he's got all the talent in the world and you just kind of need to hone it. And it's just going to take a whole bunch of time to teach him stuff. And I, I think of that as the kind of guy that it not necessarily gets the most advantage from this, but the team who, who, has invested in that guy gets advantage because now they have that much more of a reason to keep him on the roster. He won't get poached and you can kind of say, all right, you are my project QB and we're going to stash you on the roster. We might have stashed you anyways, but now that you can actually be dressed as a, as an emergency QB, it gives you that extra utility. And now maybe, you know, we can do something with this. So I I guess that works out, but ultimately this isn't going to change too much. And and I don't think it's worth like a whole bunch of, of, 
uh, vitriol or anything like that. Yeah. It's a, a minor change. Yeah. Aiden O'Connell to Las Vegas Raiders, by the way. Raiders. Las Vegas Raiders. Mm-hmm. Um, good spot to have a third quarterback on the roster. Uh, honestly, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, just in terms of like figuring things out, learning what you've got, and then, you know, the Jimmy Garoppolo of it all. Um, yeah. yeah, I agree that this one doesn't deserve a lot of vitriol, but there's another ruling that went forward that I think deserves all the vitriol that it's getting. It's going to be my Yike of the Week. We're going to get Luke's Yike of the Week and our Likes of the Week as well coming up as we continue on with today's episode of Locked On NFL, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, wrapping up today's episode of Locked On NFL with Yike. And like, yes, the weekly segment of the brainchild of Luke and I, making sure that we're going through the things that we hate every week, but also giving you a little bit of positivity and things that we like every week. So let's do what we've been doing here recently, Luke. Let's start with the yike. Let's start with the the negativity. Yeah, I'll start there because it's on yeah. the same on on this this QB rule. As much as I think it's a, a a tiny thing, my yike is that we never get anymore the story of the possible fluky emergency quarterback the christian mccaffrey might be a quarterback kind of story you know the you know this tight end this this uh, for the vikings once it was adam thielen during the covid year we had all this kind of stuff Mm. you know Mm -hmm. the kyle hinton kind of thing yeah as much as the kyle hinton game sucked that was a fun story and we never get it again you know that deserves a singular yike does get a yike uh my my personal connection to that is with Alvin Kamara, Alvin Kamara has dreamed of throwing an NFL pass and completing an NFL pass and, and, and throwing an NFL touchdown. That's something he absolutely wants to do. It becomes a little bit harder now for him just because it, there's there's that one avenue, that emergency quarterback avenue that's now gone. He was indeed the Saints emergency quarterback outside of Taysom Hill. Uh, but so that ends up now no longer being a path for him. But I think the Saints will eventually draw one up for him anyway. So he's going to get it before his career is over and before his time here in New Orleans is up. My yike of the week this week goes to another rule and it's a rule that the NFL passed despite just about everyone hating it uh, that you can now flex Thursday night football games. Now they put a bunch of stipulations around this and the, what, so some of the stipulations they put around it, um, the only weeks 13 through 17 can be flexed. I'll tell you which games those are in just a moment. Uh, a four week notice or 28 day notice is required And then only two Thursday night games can be flexed per year. And this, of course, is on a trial basis. So it gives them some space to walk back. This is not a permanent ruling, but it is something they're going to try out here in 2023. My beef with this is that if you are a fan of one of the away teams that's playing on a Thursday night and you have already bought your travel tickets, your flight tickets, Mm -hmm. your rental car, your hotel, and then the NFL decides four weeks ahead of week 13 to say, hey, that um, Seahawks and Cowboys game is now going to move to Sunday. Sorry. (laughs) That's kind of the end for you. If you bought a game on a Sunday in December, and that that could become a Thursday night game, you get screwed there too. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's two sort of pathways for this to really, really kind of, if I can borrow from one of my favorite episodes of Seinfeld, mess you up. Lots of ways to mess you up. In this, that's the Kenny Rogers chicken episode. It's a good episode. Um, and so now the the Thursday night games, just so that you're aware, uh, Thursday night, week 13, Seahawks at the Cowboys, week 14, Patriots at the Steelers, week 15, Chargers at the Raiders, a little divisional matchup there. That one's not too terrible, but there was a really funny thing that uh, Mark Davis said about this, the owner of the, the Raiders. He did say 
that with this ruling, the reason why he doesn't like it is because when the Chargers and the Raiders play in Las Vegas, the way that he said it was all of those fans in Los Angeles that bought tickets, all of the Raiders fans and the three Chargers fans that are going to drive here to Vegas could potentially be in trouble. <laughs> Just straight up took a shot at the Jeez. Chargers out of nowhere. And wow. because I'm from New Orleans, I love that kind of petty. I love that level of That's petty. Gorgeous. That's yeah. beautiful. That's like that is equivalent. That is That's the funniest par. an egg has ever been. <laughs> that you know that scene in Dumb and Dumber where they have the they put the bowl on Jim Carrey's head and they just yeah. clip and spin him around with the scissors. But um, there's that to me is absolutely hilarious. I I just absolutely love that quote. Um, and then Saints will travel to Los Angeles to play the Rams and then Jets at the Browns uh, for Week 17. So there's a few few games in there that have the potential to get flexed because of those two teams being of intrigue uh, and potentially moving. It's a big-time money grab move by the NFL. kind of sucks for the fans it so is. If, those, if those games get moved. It, it sucks for those traveling fans. It might be nice for more casual fans that just want to sit down and watch Thursday night football. Hopefully the idea is that you don't – you get a stinker out of the, out of the limelight because, I mean, Thursday night football is famous for having such True. poor games. But I don't think that, oops, we had the wrong matchup is the problem there. I think the existence of Thursday night football <laughs> yes. just innately yeah. has, you know, you're on a short week. There's injury reasons why it gets weird, rest reasons why it gets weird, and it's just never going to be as good of a of a, of a product. Mm -hmm. But it's, I mean, football is invincible. People are going to watch it no matter what. Very true. Very true. All right, let's wrap up with the positives. What's your like for this week, Luke? Uh, so announcement that Super Bowl 60 oh, is going to yeah. be in San Francisco. I love it. Uh, yeah. I love an outdoor Super Bowl. It's it's too many domes lately. It's sterile. Yeah. It's indoor. It's it's fake lighting. It's it's a lot of times it's fake turf. It looks like so different from so much of the football we watch all year. Get that thing on grass. Look, it's California. It's the West Coast. It's not going to snow. Uh, right. Although I would absolutely be in for a for a snowy Super Bowl. Here's oh, 100%. the thing: people get so worried about like weather in the Super Bowl. I think about like the one time it rained in Miami when the the 2006. I think that when the Colts mm -hmm. won on um, the Devin Hester kickoff return touchdown yes. game. Yes. Um, but here's the deal: weather is part of football. Yep. And I think there is absolutely a skill issue of teams that can play in the weather and teams that can't play in the weather. And some of that is just, you know, that's just what home field advantage is. Uh, and if you're an outdoor team that played outdoors a bunch, and now you have to play outdoors and you have an advantage over an indoor team, I kind of think good for you. Um, and I say this as a fan of a team that plays in a dome. I think that that is just something that disadvantages my team. And I don't really like it. Um, love us bank stadium, but being an indoor team kind of stinks. Um, but I think it's also, I mean, look, again, it's California. You're not exactly going to get like a monsoon. It might rain a little bit. Yeah. And I think out, outdoor football on grass, I love the aesthetic of that. Something about it feels a little bit more intimate, the fresh air. Something feels a little, mm. a little bit more football-y than, you know, let's go get into a nice sterile dome and, uh, you know, everybody put on your suit and ties and let's like watch a game. It feels the Super Bowl... <laughs> feels so distant sometimes i don't know <laughs> like you how you've you made outdoor you've made outdoor super bowls sound like raves and then you've made indoor super bowls sound like proms but like <laughs> wow that's proms, perfect yes that's, that is yeah. absolutely what i'm getting at yes nailed it <laughs> <laughs> got it stop having proms nfl start having raves let's start having it. raves <laughs>
<laughs> I love it. No, I agree. I, I'm very <laughs> excited. <just> for, <laughs> I'm very excited for that, uh, for that Super Bowl and for that to be outside. The other thing that I, I think benefits from it, and this is just speaking from a little bit of experience, uh, less, less impact for potential power outages <laughs> when an entire <laughs> dome might go, uh, go a little dark. Uh, Levi so Stadium is a good it. place too. That's it a, is. That's a good venue. Yeah, it's awesome. All right. Uh, my like for the week is, is close to home. Literally. Um, Foster Moreau, the now New Orleans Saints tight end, formerly of the the Las Vegas Raiders. He played college football literally right down the street from from where I am right now as as we record this um, at Jesuit High School and has now returned to New Orleans, signed a contract with New Orleans Saints. And Luke, in basically about two months and a day or two months and a couple of days from the day that he got Hodgkin's lymphoma, or was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma after uh, a, a physical here with the New Orleans Saints. He's we we expect to see him on the field today at OTAs. Wow, and that's just super cool. That is incredible. Like just awesome. And so um, I can't wait to see. Like I don't know what his participation level is going to be. I do know that he like got cleared on a Tuesday, signed with the Saints on Wednesday, and then Thursday morning he was here in New Orleans warm like like practicing and 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 kind of working out with the receivers in Derek Carr uh, at the Saints facility so I think he's going to be participating at some level if that's the case but just such a cool story to know that he went from that to this to being expected to be out on the field in like two months incredible awesome that is absolutely awesome I'm rooting for him me too and that is with all biases aside you just want to see a good guy have good things happen to him and so far so far so cool so we love people who beat cancer we can all root against cancer that's very true that's very true super hot take to wrap this one out (laughs) really going out on a limb with that really are really are but you know what we take risks here we started so dramatic we started so juicy we just came right back to the party line yeah, yeah. We're having a great time. All right, y'all. We appreciate you. As always, making Locked in NFL a part of your day and a part of your routine here with us, making it your first listen of the day every day for all you everydayers out there. Tony and James will be back with you tomorrow to help you uh, continue getting your National Football League fix on Wednesdays. We appreciate you, as always, for checking in with us, for being here for Luke Braun. You can follow on Twitter at Luke Braun NFL. I am Ross Jackson. You can follow me on Twitter at Ross Jackson N-O-L-A. We appreciate you very much for coming through for another episode of Locked on NFL, part of Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.